0: Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Hump Day edition of Born to Be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, for you to look in the mirror and say to yourself, today's going to be a good day. It's Hump Day, it's the middle of the week, two more days left. I got this. I can get through it. Today is another day for you to recognize that it's not the end of the day, it's the beginning of the day. And today is another day for you to recognize that, yes, you can accomplish things Yes, you can find a new hobby. Yes, you can find a new book to read. Find something to knit. You can decide you want to change what styles you wear. You can decide you want to change your favorite color. You can decide you want to travel. Maybe you want to try baking something or cooking something or... Maybe you want to move to a different place, or maybe you want to find a new gym, or you want to do a new workout. Maybe you want to finally start having children. Maybe you want to change your hairstyle or hair color. Maybe you want to do any of these things. The best part of it is, yes, you can do these things. And outside of saying to yourself, yes, you can push yourself as far as you need to go, the next part of that is never giving up. Never giving up means that you persevere through difficulty to get to the best part of the story. And the best part of the story is not at the beginning of the story or even in the middle of it. Typically, the best part of the story is at the end. Life is going to be difficult sometimes. Sometimes you're not going to get something right away. It's going to take you a little bit of time. And sometimes that's good or sometimes that's bad. Regardless of that, You have to push, and you have to understand that the only way you're going to succeed is if you hold on. Who doesn't want to see Happily Ever After in a movie, right? Like in Twilight, and I'm aging myself, but I guess not really because it's on all the time. Who doesn't want to see like a, a, a holiday movie in good with the kids getting what they want for Christmas, right? Who doesn't want to see Happiness? Do people really want to see bad things happen at the end of a story? Unless it's a horror movie or a thriller, probably not. Moving on from the never give up is the why not today because indecisiveness and procrastination isn't going to get you anywhere. Waiting forever to buy a Christmas present and you're going to a Christmas party means you might not have the Christmas present when you go to the Christmas party. Taking forever to wash dishes or clean your house or throw out clothes or make a decision or do something isn't going to lead you to where you want to be. I was suffering with polycystic ovary syndrome. I don't know how long. I decided I wanted to take my life back. I got a private trainer at a gym, at a private gym called Anytime Fitness, and I took my life back. I decided to make a change. Yes, indecisiveness and procrastination didn't stop me from that. And you know what the greatest gift of it all was? Coming out of something that could legitimately ruin someone's life. Polycystic ovary syndrome makes it very difficult to conceive. And it just makes weight loss difficult. And it's it's a hard struggle for a lot of women. And God let me overcome that. You know how I overcame that? Not by... Wondering, how am I going to get over this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to get in shape? How am I going to be healthy? Blah, blah, blah. The only way you're going to do something is if you push yourself to do it. Honestly. Honestly, like, it can't be one thing versus another. You you can't spend time wondering how you're going to get to finish something or complete it if you don't try. That's the idea of procrastination and indecisiveness. You have to conquer it very early on or you'll never get anything done. Moving on from procrastination and indecisiveness, let us get to the headlines. Are you ready? Yesterday, Donald Trump was on Sean Hannity's from 9 to 10 o'clock. And today they had the last Republican debate and it was on News Nation or something. And uh, Megyn Kelly was a judge, and I'm going to get into how I feel about her in a moment. But first, I want to talk about Trump first on Hannity. I'm just going to come out and say it. He won the presidential election. When he announced he was running for president, that's the day that Donald Trump became the president of 2024. It's, it just is. Now, Joe Biden is totally incoherent, oblivious, and just a an entire dumpster fire nightmare in every regard, in every way. How has the grocery shopping been when you go to the grocery store? How's it been when you go to the gas station? And how does it feel when you're buying clothes? If you're like me, you have to look for where the best deals are and buy while they're available or you're overpaying for everything, right? Are you living paycheck to paycheck or barely living? How's that feel? When you think of the idea or the ideology behind being an American, where you're born in this country, you're born American, and people just get to come across this border and take all the luxuries from being here? How does that make you feel? The moment Donald Trump announced that he was running for re-election, he became the president of, of the, our nation. Because we don't have a president, right? We have AOC using talking points, pretending like Donald Trump wants to be an authoritarian authoritarian he was joking about that you fucking idiots and today of all days msnbc and cnn and all these leftist stations were all flipping out about it nikki haley was up on that debate stage and chris christie was showing who he is by trying to insult donald trump but the only thing he's going to do is push people further away from him and closer to trump at the end of the day right yesterday Trump didn't really say anything too insulting toward anybody. Because guess what? There is no presidential debate and there is no race here. There's not a race for the nominee. The nominee is going to be Donald Trump because no conservative and Republican wants Nikki Haley to be the president of the United States of America, wants Chris Christie to be the president of the United States of America, even Ron DeSantis. The closest up to Trump would be Vivek Ramasamy because he's the only one calling these motherfuckers out. Look at the receipts from Nikki Haley, man. Look at the receipts. And Ron DeSantis can't talk to people. He All he does is talk about Florida. The United States of America isn't Florida. And I know people want to point fingers at Donald Trump about how he handled COVID. But he really didn't have any chance of doing anything with the people that were there. See, none of these people were on his side, Right? I think Matt Gates was 100% correct to get the prior uh, leader of the House out, and now he's deciding he wants to retire, and we'll talk about that in a little bit as well. I think that yesterday when I was listening to Sean Hannity, and I really enjoyed listening to Trump, he's a great jokester, he's a great comedian, he's definitely a television superstar, he's known all across the entire world, because he's a funny guy, right? Right? you're fired. I mean, I don't really recollect that show, but it was on and I've watched like videos on YouTube of it and stuff. And it's pretty entertaining. Um, He's he's that kind of a dude. He built his own company. He's really worked very hard for everything he has. And the dumbest things Democrats can do is try to take it away from him in front of all of our eyes. Right. Leticia James doesn't have a fucking thing on Donald Trump. And every time I hear that bitch, with a microphone, I just get mad. And yeah, I called her a bitch and I mean it in every regard, right? Her and the guy from Manhattan and all and the and the judge that was laughing at Trump and told him to stop talking. These people that are misusing their power, they're only doing this to him because they want to keep their power. They are so desperate to hold on to power trying to convince us all that we need to shoot ourselves up with a COVID vaccination that does not cure COVID at all, and that we need to potentially endanger our own bodies, they took away our ability for the right for us to control our bodies. You want to talk about a shitty government, man. Come on, dude. And I was in this chat when I was watching this stupid-ass debate tonight, and, like, the things that they were saying in the chat, the dude is like, well, you know, Trump did mess up on some things. Here's here it is, dude. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Trump was the best president that I'll ever probably see in my lifetime, and hopefully he gets another run at four more years. Ron DeSantis can talk about his age, but Ron DeSantis doesn't have anything on Donald Trump. Donald Trump has four years of proven of a proven track record lower taxes easier living um more consumption um and a a country that was really flowing well right talking about florida trying to compare that to the united states of america doesn't work because every state is different and every state is not like florida and i know it sounds great when he's talking and he's trying to point things out about trump but come on, Ron DeSantis, the only reason you won was because of Trump. No one even knows who you are. And I'm not trying to be rude about it. Ben Shapiro is admitting that the president is going to be Trump. And he's definitely on board with you. But no one in their right mind is going to lie to you anymore. You don't have the numbers, man. Just like Tim Scott didn't have the numbers. You don't have the numbers, right? You don't, okay? Pence didn't have the numbers. Nikki doesn't have the numbers. And neither do you. So, what are we doing here? And I know Vivek is out of four, but at least. When Trump gets in office, he'll give him something to do. Hopefully, it's dealing with this green energy bullshit. Because I'd love for him to be in charge of that. In fact, I'd love for him to take over for John Kerry. Let's get rid of him and let's have Vivek go to these conversations around the world and tell these motherfuckers at these meetings, "What are you fucking talking about? Green energy? You're making shit up because you just want a talking point. There's no climate issues. You're all lying." He was the best speaker of the night. And yesterday, Donald Trump did what he does. He's laughing at them because they're all idiots. They don't understand the audience, right? That's the problem here. They don't understand the audience. And that's been the problem with Republican politics. They don't understand their audience. You know why McCarthy is retiring because he knows nobody's going to vote for him for anything. He's not taking the House back. He's two in the middle. He's part of the Uniparty. And he's been part of the Uniparty. Do you think he helped Donald Trump out at all in 2019 during the COVID nightmare with Dr. Flouchy and all the crap that was happening? No. He was in bed with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And have you heard the insanity of what what Chuck Schumer's been saying? It's quite insane. Well, outside of the fact that Trump has basically taken a hold of this election, and he's basically just the winner by default, let's talk about Nikki Haley. She's a lying, trifling, Democratic frontrunner. Ron DeSantis can't talk to people, and uh, Chris Christie wants to all the donuts available. More things are happening. Um it's kind of evident that they lied to us about their relationship with China and um it's also evident that everything is a is a pile of crap. Right now, Biden just admitted yesterday, or maybe it was a few days ago. I can't even remember. He baffles words so much. I don't even know what day it is anymore for him. He said that he is running for election because Donald Trump is running. And if Donald Trump wasn't running, he wouldn't run. So is he running because he hates Donald Trump or like what's happening here? That's my question. Really, that's my question. These people are embarrassing when they get like overly excited on these news stations and they start saying that Trump wants to be a dictator. Why don't they look at Biden? That man has been in office for like 60 years and he is the president. Why is he still there? Why is Chuck Schumer illegally talking about attacking a Supreme Courtsman? Right. Why is that not coming to light? I don't understand it. Right. Like, where are we? And let's get back to the border, since more illegal people keep coming across the border. Right. And we don't want to talk about the border. Well, we talk about the border on Born to be a star, especially during No Media Allowed. Right. We talk about it every day. If you don't come into this country the legal way, you need to get deported. No, there is no sob story. No, we don't care about you claiming that you're coming here because you need some sort of protection. No. You don't get to claim sovereignty, and you don't get to claim protection coming to America. Because there is nowhere I can go to do the same thing. So why do you get to come to my country and do that here? No. If you want to take part in our great nation in the United States of America, you have to take rigorous tests and you have to prove yourself worthy and valuable of our country. If you do not do that to become a great citizen of the United States of America, you shouldn't be one. There shouldn't be any handouts and there shouldn't be any easy way to become an American because becoming an American means you live in one of the greatest countries in the United States, in the world. The United States of America... It's different than a lot of places around the world. And the reason they want to demolish it is because they don't want freedom. It's because they don't want people that have their own thoughts. It's because they don't want people that have their own favorite color. They don't want any of that. You know what they want? Desperateness. People that are starving. People that can't live without the government. And you know what they want? Autocracy. But you know what Americans should give them? Middle fingers. This is not a battle. This is not a competitive battle. Joe Biden is not going to go on a stage and debate Trump. Right. We're not going to see that. okay? I just want you to know that. And listening to Ron DeSantis trying to insult Trump because he says we need a younger person to run. Ron, you're not ready for this, bro, and you're never going to be ready for this. Talking about, you know, a great things you've accomplished in Florida isn't going to help you with the United States of America while it's burning the ash around all of us, okay? I, nobody needs to hear about your kids, your wife, Florida, all the areas in Florida that you've done this or that with. It's just like the talking points with Gavin Newsom. They're sort of similar in that way, right? No one's really listening to anything you're saying, you don't have an audience anymore. You only have people that didn't really like Trump. That Those are your voters. Okay? There's a Trump nation out here. And no one in Trump nation is going to leave Trump to vote for you. So you're done. They're all done. This is sad. And it's kind of funny and hilarious to watch the shit show. We need honest politicians and if you are not going to work for the people of this country then you shouldn't be one right we need to have people that are following the laws and i'm talking about lawyers and i'm talking about people on the supreme court and i'm specifically talking about the democrats here because amy coney barrett is a complete fucking idiot okay the democrats that have been elected into the supreme court all need to be removed and replaced with Republicans. And we need people with sound mind. I'm going to say something here before I get to the next um, part of my political conversation on No Media Allowed. There's things called chromosomes. And if you are born with a penis, it's not a vagina. And if you're born with a vagina, it is not a penis. Men being allowed to play trans sports means there are no more women's sports. These women claim that they're they're on board with women, but they're not. Did you hear what AOC said? That like the idea that you would want to have somebody take a test to verify their sex is going against like values for children. Bitch, and I meant what I just said. Bitch, how far up Bernie Sanders' ass can you possibly go? Right? That you're spitting out this bullshit. You hyper propagandized. Wannabe motherfucker that went to some desperate-ass college and you think you're so smart. You're one of these far-leftist douchebags that thinks you're smarter than you actually are and you haven't experienced anything in your entire life. For all the college you went to, you're not that smart, bitch. You're not. And the man you lay next to every day and your nice-ass condo house or whatever it is above amazon he is white so when you push all these talking points insulting white people you look like a fucking fake pretending liar the way you actually are and i've seen the amount of people that show up to your talks right i've seen the people you represent you're not really representing any of those people correctly or well you are an embarrassment to politics but especially for women and especially women of color Honestly, just an embarrassment. Just as much as Kamala Harris is an embarrassment. Just as much as Michelle Obama is an embarrassment. Just as much as any other female that claims that they're trying to do something to help politics. They're trying to do something to help the United States of America. But the only thing they're trying to help is themselves and their wallets. You know how we cure the corruption here by calling it out you're grifters you're desperately looking for a way you can hook onto something and convince people you're going to do something that you're never going to do to begin with and i'm here every day to call you the fuck out because i love my country and you're not going to ruin it because there are more of me than there is of you and you're not going to be there that long when people get some sort of common sense and they start to realize that they're paying more for taxes, they're paying more for gas, they're paying more for groceries, and they don't make more at their job, when they start to recognize what that is, you'll know what I'm saying. Moving on from that idiot. Nikki Haley, another idiot. Is she really trying to act like she didn't honestly say that That doctors need to deal with women issues? No, Nikki, we're talking about trans problems. You don't get it either. There's clear issues here. But we should boycott these woke idiots. And um, hearing that Kevin McCarthy is retiring is great. Because he's part of the Uniparty, right? He's part of the anti-Trump Uniparty party. And Mitch McConnell needs to go to because he's clearly not a Republican, Republican in name only like a rhino, bro. We have so many rhinos here like Elizabeth Warren and like, well, she's not a a rhino. She's clearly a fake pretend Native American. But we have all, all these people claiming that they have the answer to something none of them have the answer to. We don't need more government. We need less government. We don't need another idiot with a degree pretending like they figured it out when they haven't figured anything out. We need someone willing to say no. We need someone willing to call out this, mud, this Muslim ideology and call it out for what it is. Bullshit. We need we need a president that's willing to say we are going to drill, baby, drill, because these resources are natural and they come from the earth. So, yeah, let's boycott these idiots. I'm willing to boycott Nikki Haley. I'm willing to boycott Chris Christie. And I'm definitely willing to boycott Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis isn't talking about the important things. He's just calling out Trump. And if you're going to spend your entire time trying to call out Trump and talk about a bunch of things nobody cares about, You've already lost, dude. You have already lost. Because you are trying to attract in an audience that does not like you. You are trying to attract in an audience that does not live in Florida. And you are trying to attract in an audience that doesn't understand what you're saying. Because you're not talking to them. You're talking to the GOP listeners that are already listening to Nikki Haley. You've messed up. You don't know your target audience. And you don't know your base. None of them do. They're failing at this horribly. Man. Like it's pathetic. Joe Rogan is pretty interesting. And entertaining. Um, Talent isn't only on the news. I don't know. I was watching News Nation. And I watched a little bit of News Max. And I found the voices on there interesting. But I will say that. There's more, like, conservative voices and uh, uh, vibes out there in the world that aren't just on Fox News. And you can't get trapped on television thinking that's your only network for news. So be careful with that. No one will beat Trump. Now, I've spent the entire time during this opening of the podcast telling you that. And I was on some chat thing while I was watching the debate. And I just said it at the beginning when I got on there. Trump won. And like I said earlier, he won the moment he decided that he was running for the 2024 debate. Because everyone, everyone remembers how easy life was when gas was $1.89. And everybody wants to go back to that. And nobody wants to live in the chaos and insanity that they live in now. Right. Book of Eli, where there's no water and they have to like they're all like criminals running around trying to buy water. That's what's coming here. Right. How is any American on the side of Hamas? This is not about Palestine. It's about Israel. How do we keep getting to this point where we're pretending like the war in Ukraine is something that we need to come together with? The war in Ukraine is something that we need to say enough. They're not getting anything else. It's not about beating Russia because Russia was never going to lose. They were always going to win. They're a bigger nation. They have more weapons. It's over. It was over when it started. This is how this is going to end. They're not, NATO's going to move back. Putin's going to get whatever he wants. And the idiot that's in charge of the country is going to acquiesce to that. Or they're going to continue to get slaughtered and there won't be anything left of Ukraine. That's what's going to end up happening. Sorry if you don't like my reality talking points. And here's what's going to end up happening in Israel. Netanyahu is going to end up finding the leaders of Hamas and he is likely going to target them and kill them. He is going to not stop till he completely obliterates Hamas and they're no longer going to exist anymore. And sure, they'll create another group and Hezbollah and all these other places and countries... We'll, we'll try to fight on behalf of Iran. And the only way they'll stop is when we get involved and basically nuclear bomb them until non-existence. This is what's happening in the world. It is not pretty. It is not nice. And the West in Europe has been taken over by these far left pro-Palestinian psychopaths that are okay with killing babies and burning elderly people alive that were part of the Holocaust and acting like attacking the Holy Land is okay. No, motherfuckers. Attacking the Holy Land where Jesus Christ walked isn't okay. And your Muslim ideology and your beliefs don't mean anything to me. Because I'm not in Iran and I'm not in Afghanistan. I'm in America. And you can't come to our country and do this they all need to be deported immediately day one when donald trump wins he needs to put that muslim ban he had on again and these people need to get the fuck deported back to wherever they came from if you want to do any of this crazy protesting and you want to do all this while gavin newsom you know eliminates christmas in california for hamas great great way of showing the unity and the strength of America by banning Christmas lighting for the holiday season in America like they showed up to New York and they tried to destroy that too they need to be silenced arrested and condemned by everybody on all sides and until we get a leadership until we get leadership in the building and we get someone willing to say shut up Nothing's going to change. This isn't about you. This isn't about Palestine. This isn't about Hamas. This is about what they did on October 7th of 2023. And they will pay for it in every way. And there is no sorry. There is no, we need to talk about this. There's none of that. No, motherfucker. No. There's no way... That we're easily walking any of these talking points back. There just isn't. They love censorship. They love censoring people talking about what's really happening with this uh, Gaza crap. They love censorship talking about the fact that men are taking over women's sports because they suck at their own sport. So they pretend to be a woman and put on a wig so they can win at something because they're horrible at like the man level of the sport, right? They cannot compete physically with other men, so like instead they want to compete with women. How does that work? I don't know, but okay. They love censorship though. They don't want to talk about sex. They don't want to talk about the pretend um, climate crap because, dude, when John Kerry is getting on a private jet and all these private entities, and he's got all this lavish money, and he's going to all these ridiculous conversations and talks with the UN and all this crap. He's not showing that he's trying to fix climate. He's showing that he's a part of the climate problem. Fossil fuels aren't the issue. Coal's not the problem. And you're not going to stop China from building a coal mine every year or whatever the fuck it is. They're just going to continue to do it. And the idea that you're going to try to stop them and you are yelling or going to go to China and you think that that's going to help you means you don't understand anything. They're idiots. Just complete baffoons. The censorship is because they love China and they want to take our rights away. But we won't go quiet and we won't go silently. And that's it. Santos is gone. Well, I don't know why he got banned like that, but okay. So if we're going to ban George Santos, or whatever his name was, can um, Nancy Pelosi be next and Chuck Schumer? Because Chuck Schumer had a microphone earlier today, and he attacked a Supreme Court uh courtman, and I think he should be removed. I also want to reflect back to Jamal Bowman pulling a fire alarm because he wanted a vote to go his way. And going back to Nancy Pelosi, who's been doing insider trading her entire time she's been a politician with her rinky-dink husband and their ice cream galleries and everything that they have. Why is she allowed to do that? But George Soros is taken. mm. Mmm. 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 And why are we giving a microphone to Liz Cheney and and why are we pretending like Republicans are the problem and Democrats don't have a talking point? Like, mm, I don't really care that um, Kevin McCarthy is retiring. He's retiring because he knows the Republican Party doesn't want him for anything by bitch. There's a door. We won't miss you. Walk your ass out. No box included. You don't get to leave with your stuff. Just walk out with your head down. You're out. Next. Next up, Mitch McConnell needs to go next. The censorship that they have done to us over the last, I don't even know how many years, limiting your voice on YouTube, not just YouTube, but fake book, And not just fake book, but Instagram and all these other crappy things that they've created. And then trying to hype up death and insanity on TikTok. Only in America, because they don't do that in China. Their censorship of American thoughts and values and principles and feelings. And their censorship of religion acting like uh, they're not actually attacking Catholic churches. It's going to come to roost pretty soon because you're going to need people to vote for you. And you are fucking up like really badly. Like it's just a horrible shit show. But continue, continue telling the people you need to vote for you how much you don't like them. And let's see you try to win when 2024 November comes. Trump will when moving on from politics let's get to the main part of the conversation if you don't plan you'll live in hell i am a strict planner i pick out my clothes three to four weeks in advance i plan out everything i'm doing i have a calendar for work i plan out effectively because i know if i don't plan i'll never get anything done That's why I talk about why not today at the beginning of the podcast, because I've struggled with indecisiveness for a very long time. Planning and having the ability to organize really does help me in a lot of ways. And learning to plan on a daily basis is going to save you long term. So you're not like, you don't feel like you have a scattered brain and you can't keep up with your life. You have to be able to keep up with your life because if you can't keep up with your life, it's going to go by you. Bad decisions have bad consequences. If you let somebody walk on you constantly over and over and over again, you're going to have footprints all over your body. If you let people say one thing and do another, you're allowing them to lie to you. If you don't hold people accountable and you don't fight, for what you want then you'll never fight for anything bad decisions have bad consequences i told you about my bad decisions wasn't really a great idea to get a master's degree in teaching when teaching is rigged and the only reason i know that is because i was in teaching and i saw face forward there is no amount of money that you can pay me for me to be in an environment like that with these ridiculous horrible like principles and ideologies. They don't believe in anything except for horror and disgusting ungodly things. That was a bad decision and the the bad consequence from that is the fact that I have to pay f- for a master's degree which is basically like a scam, right? They're charging me all this money and I basically have a master's degree in something that I'm really not into cuz the education system is rigged and it has been rigged far beyond when I was born and it'll be rigged far beyond when I'm dead the only thing that I can take from the fact that it is rigged my children will never un- my children won't know about it cuz they're all going to be in private school and there's just no way in fucking hell there's ever stepping a foot in public anything cuz i wouldn't trust a public school teacher to teach my dog or my socks how to say their abc's not not either one so there's that but back to what i was saying bad decisions have bad consequences like if you invest in a property and you overspend on the property and the market comes back down and you paid 100k over more than what the property's worth and then let's say 10 years goes by or 15 years go by and you try to sell the property you're never going to get all the money you paid for it when you try to sell it like you really have to seriously take your time and focus and if you're not really taking your time and you're not really focusing The shit's going to happen over and over and over again. You're going to have bad consequences and it's going to suck. Passion is a beautiful trait. When you have passion and you have decency and you have energy and excitement and love and a glow about yourself, it's contagious, right? Positivity and happiness is a contagion and it's a powerful contagion because it's happiness. I feel like the world, especially corporate America, is stuck in this trait of constantly pointing out negativities, like, you didn't do this right, you didn't do that right, it's all negative, there is no positive, right, it's never, you did a great job, thank you for your help, no one ever says thank you for anything, it's just an expectation that you're going to be there, why? Why? There shouldn't be an expectation of any of that. There should be one thing. Gratefulness and gratitude, but gratitude doesn't exist. I feel like we've taken the wrong turn. And I'm talking about the economy. I'm talking about the world. I'm talking about all of it. Instead of us being grateful that we're waking up and we can breathe and talk and see and smell and taste we're nitpicking at everything to an extent where like it never ends there's always something always is there ever a day off nobody's perfect and the idea that people want you to be perfect is just wrong in itself and i don't know you about you but i'm tired of it i'm tired of people always thinking that they have to chastise others and make others feel bad about themselves Passion is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful trait and having energy and having enthusiasm and being happy and and being selfless and wanting to find something that makes you brighter and lighter is a good thing, right? I'm happy to be a happy person. I'm happy to be an energetic person and I'm happy to have light and to be a light. And there's a lot of negative people all the time and I just ignore them and I was I restain in my happiness, in my glow, in my light, my radiant, bright light. Because you know what? If I don't do that, I'm going to be just like them. And if I'm just like them, I don't have any light. And I like my light. So in order for me to change the world, I have to be the bright light all the time. Because when I'm the bright light, others can see my light, and then their light can shine through. Shine bright like a diamond, every day, all day, always. If we are going to change the world and change the galaxy and make things different, we have to start here. You have to recognize your star power, and you have to be able to be brave in the eye of the storm and the darkness. The devil is always tempting you to do things you shouldn't do the darkness and these demons are always tempting you to believe in something you can't accomplish. But passion and integrity and energy and spirit and life and purpose, those all have meanings. Wanting to become a mother, wanting to become a father, looking forward to getting married, looking forward to buying your first property, looking forward to starting your first career job in a corporation. Looking forward to going to college, looking forward to traveling, looking forward to pushing yourself, whether even if you're learning a new language or you're reading a book or you found a new TV show to watch in your bed or on your phone, whatever it could be. It could be, uh, you know, some of what I said or all of what I said. If you have passion and you have drive and you have spirit and you have energy and you have radiance, which you do because you're a star you're amazing. And don't let anybody stop you. Because like I said, at the beginning of this passion is a beautiful trait. Call me on time because I'm never late. I don't know what's. I don't think anything's wrong with me. But I have like this Thing with ocd where i don't like being late for anything especially work i'm always on time for work every day in fact i'm early to work every day i don't know if it's my integrity or it's just something that's deep within my skull the early bird gets the worm thing whenever i have a doctor's appointment whether it's the dentist or my primary care physician or whatever it may be even the eye doctor if i have an appointment i try to show up 20 to 30 minutes early and just sit there and wait and be in there you know early enough because I don't like waiting and I feel like it's an inconvenience when you're not on time here's the thing right not being somewhere when you're scheduled to be there and calling out of work and not being reliable and being irresponsible is a turnoff for me why because I work at a job where all people do is that They're never held accountable. They don't get fired. They don't get in trouble. They don't get put on a warning. Nothing happens to them, right? And we stop understanding how this works. If you have someone that constantly calls out of work, is never there, and is not actually fulfilling their role as part of the team, then you don't have a team. Because there's one person that's not a part of it. In management and corporations and the higher ups, they have to get a better hold on this stuff because they're not doing it. And it's inconvenient for everybody else surrounding that because they're the ones that have to deal with it. And that's not fair. Overworking people and overusing them and trying to take advantage of people's kindness is a detriment to the working class. Like, if you're not going to be on time and you're not going to show up and you're not going to do your job, then quit so other people can get hired that'll do it. It's not fair. Like, this this idea of laziness is insane. But I don't like being late for things. I've never liked it. And it's a turn off for me when I see that people are. I don't know. Something's instilled in my brain that makes me feel just... Totally, completely uh, like lost and disconnected from life if I'm late or I'm not on time for things. I have like a weird thing about that, and I don't think I can turn that off. But I'd rather be early than late. So call me on time because this girl is never not on time. Moving into watching things. the holiday baking championship. Pretty good. I watched um, a couple of episodes of it on uh, the Food Network channel. And I was very impressed with some of the things that they were doing and building for the Christmas spirit. I also watched a Cookies Wars show yesterday. And I was very impressed with that. Today is Wednesday. And AEW was on. And I'm not happy about that Chris Cage and um, Adam fight, but I predicted it anyway. Storage Wars, I have been watching Storage Wars the last couple weeks, and I know the episodes are old, but I find them entertaining and I can't help it. Outside of Storage Wars, there's, there does seem to be some stuff on Netflix and I kind of already told you about that. I don't know. I was going to talk to you about like why like AEW started turning me off. Just I like I got aggravated when I was watching it with Skip earlier because it just felt like We need more action on these shows. And I feel like sometimes they, like, they set us up for failure. Or they, like, give us, like, half of something where they have people constantly go after each other. And that's all we're seeing. Like, I want more than that. Do I sound selfish because I'm saying it? Well, I don't care. Like, ask somebody that's watching these things. I don't want to see the same people go after things over and over and over again. And there be one winner. And it's not a legitimate fight. And I am totally someone that likes wrestling. I like MMA. I like all these things. I'm really passionate about it. I like Taekwondo. I like fighting, right? That's why I have a New Japan wrestling account and I can watch it on there too. I like fighting, but I wanna see people that are down for the combat and not the bullshit. And I just can't help feeling like sometimes on AEW, they have the same people and they give them the microphone and it's just fucking boring. I want action, man. And I don't want these cheap shot fights with these people that are not in the fights come out and they fuck it up for the other person and they're cheating. Right. And now I know MJF cheats all the time with the ring, but I'm chill with that because that's who he is. He's our asshole or whatever he calls it. Douchebag, whatever. So, I'm used to that with him. But, like, this, like, edge fight, like, I was really wanting more. And it just left me, like, what am I looking at, man? Like, ugh. It just made me mad. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm watching too much wrestling during the week. Because we watch it Monday. Then we watch it Wednesday. Then we watch it Friday. And then we watch it Saturday. And maybe that's the problem. But it's just, uh. After Outside of the fact that I can't, that I might need to take a break from AEW. Why does Netflix have 2023 Emmys on there? Has anybody heard about that? What is that? Are people actually getting rewards for being on Netflix? And I'm not trying to say that in a condescending, like, disrespectful way. I'm seriously asking. Like, what are we doing when we're putting an award show on Netflix? How does anybody have time for this? That's my question. And I'm still wondering. Like, I, I don't get that, but okay, fine. What do I know? I just feel like uh they could be doing a lot better than they're doing and they keep like I feel like Streaming and TV needs to have a separation, right? Like it it does. It it needs to have a clear separation. And I I'm not saying that because I'm I'm saying one's better than the other. I'm saying that because I'm paying all this money to have all these stream services available for a reason. I don't want to have the same elements of television on Netflix. That's why I pay so much money for it every month. Because I want to be able to watch whatever I want there. And I just don't think that they are getting the message. I think they're doing whatever they want. And they think they'll be okay. And there's that. I think they should fa- back away from Emmy Awards. I think they should stay on their lane. And I think that they should stick with making good content that we all want to look at. Power. What do you guys think of power? Now, My mom has watched the entire thing and I have not. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. But I don't know. I just didn't get into it. And like part of me wanted to look at it with Skip. But we, we never like did it. So mm, I guess I'll never know. Uh next part of the conversation. Where's American horror story? Like there's American horror story shorts, which is okay, but like where's the actual show with the characters and everything that was happening with the show? I love that show. I love all the, the seasons. And I don't know why they turned it off. But I'm not happy about it. And I want it to come back. Like. Finally HBO. Is the dragging show coming back out for a new season? Because I probably need to go on there and look. Like. <sighs> yes. I still don't like the fact that. Game of Thrones ended the way it did. And I definitely am still not happy about that. And, you know, if I had more time right now and I would go blast the shit out of the writer's uh, ex and tell them how I really feel about it, they could suck it because I'm not happy. I'm really not happy. Like, at all. But I feel like I'm looking at HBO right now, and Fixer Upper is on there while they do the hotel. That looks interesting. Julia is there. I don't know what that is. Street Outlaws of the World. Is that about, like, like. I think that's gotta be something about like car racing or something. It looks okay. I don't think I'd watch it. Murder in Boston. Another boring show. See No Evil. That was a movie that came out like 50 years ago. What the fuck? Rap shit. That looks whack. Expedition Unknown. I don't know what that is. I'm not even gonna look it up because it sounds whack fuck. Great photo. Lovely life. Another boring ass thing. You know what, I was actually talking about Paranormal Activity with Skip the other day. I thought that that series was kinda creepy. He said he only liked the end of the last couple ones. But I think I liked the entire series, honestly. It was really scary. Like, really scary. Feds, whack. South to Black Power. Okay. Shadows of Death. The Leftovers. I still haven't watched that show. That show came out a while ago. It's pretty interesting. I think you'll like it. And Ballers, I of not watch that either. Haunted Homecoming. Seal mm. 2021. I didn't know Diner Driving the Dives was on HBO. I guess that's cool. Do you think they should do the Hunger Games over? Like, I'm seeing all these previews for that. And, like, why are we continuously doing these shows over and over again. I don't I don't know. Who knows? I feel like I'm, I feel like these streaming services have to be very careful with the messaging that they're giving to their viewers. And I also think Kibo has to do the same thing. Like, I tell you that I don't like the commercials that are on Fox News because I'm watching Fox News as a conservative. And when I'm seeing these shitty commercials, I'm questioning the commercials like, why am I looking at this? Like, what does this have to do with what I'm looking at the station for? Like, why are you telling me about gay rights, trans rights? Why are you telling me about, like, some shit I don't care about? Like, why is there TikTok videos on Fox News? It's Fox News. It's supposed to be for conservative voices. Maybe you should have, like, I don't know, commercials that align with your audience. Because when you don't have that, then your audience is questioning your motives. Because literally, why am I seeing all these commercials about me donating my hard-earned fucking money for some whack shit like uh, like care for kids and all this other bullshit no one's caring for me or my kids no one's giving a flying fuck about me because i make too much money for anybody to care see how that works that's a question i have that's the message that i'm going to give to streaming services You're so concerned about giving things to people you shouldn't probably give it to that you're unaware of your target audience. And the more you continue to go up on your prices and alienate your audience the way you're doing, the less audience you're gonna have. If you think Disney is in a bloodbath, wait till it comes to you. Be very careful with the messaging that you provide With commercials and advertisements. Because if I'm forced to actually look at an advertisement. And I want to watch something. I'm actually going to look at the advertisement. And then decide if I'm really going to stay watching it. Now I like listening to Jesse Waters. I find him entertaining. I even like The Five. I like Greg Gutfield. But if I'm forced to listen to all these ridiculous commercials. Try to propagandize everything. And indoctrinate me. I'm going to be turned off. One, I can tell when you're trying to indoctrinate me. Two, I'm looking at this for a reason. And three, if I'm paying for Netflix, I don't want ads, man. I don't want ads on Hulu. I don't want ads anywhere. I don't even want ads on TV. Is there a button I can press so I never have to see advertisements again? Because if that button exists, can somebody tell me where I can find it? I don't like these stupid commercials. I just want to get rid of them entirely. And I want to watch my show when I want to. I don't want to hear all this other rigmarole. Telling me about a bunch of crap. I don't care about. That's my rant on commercials. Because you know I don't like them. And if you listen to me enough. You know how much I feel about commercials. And advertisements. I'm with Elon Musk. Suck it. Moving on from watching things. To eating things. Mac and cheese bowl. So basically. A mac and cheese bowl. You're going to have to get, obviously, cheese, and you have to get the mac and cheese noodles. Now, you could use shells, or you could even use tortellini if you want to get real creative. You want to boil till it's al dente. Then you want to get a mixture of cheese. We're talking about, like, cheddar and mozzarella. Um, And, you know, you add in the cheese. You layer in, you know, sour cream, of course, for extra flavoring. And you put that in the oven, and you let it bake off for about... 30 to 45 minutes checking you can add um italian seasoning or garlic to the top of the mac and cheese to give it a little more flavoring and texture um and also i would mm, add more cheese as you see fit and cut it into pieces and you can have that as a side to any meat of your choosing hmm fried egg over sushi rice sounds bomb and i want it so basically you make sushi rice you add in like your tofu or your salmon or whatever you want for your topping then you can add in your wasabi your carrots your uh whatever else you want to add into it there's just so many options for toppings i could be here all year talking about them i love getting the fried egg and i like taking the chopsticks and diving into the egg into everything so the ooey gooeyness of the egg and the flavoring from the egg gets into all the crevices of the rice. And I, that's my favorite part of it. And I think there's just so much flavor and texture, which is another great part of it. So sushi or fried egg over sushi rice, I'd eat that any day. You can add in like hot, like sweet and sour sauce or like szechuan sauce or whatever you want. You can add that sauce over it. To get another level of heat as well. Creamy hot chocolate. I think that's the only way you should drink hot chocolate. Actually, my favorite hot chocolate is from Starbucks, not Dunkin' Donuts. Mm, Don't judge me. Don't knock it till you try it, okay? Cajun salmon burgers are okay. So, basically, to do the Cajun salmon burger, you're going to want to get some Cajun flavors. And you're going to take salmon and you're going to take like... uh, So I would do a mixture of salmon, I would do a mixture of some sort of lettuce, and I would do a mixture of like carrots and maybe like two other veggies. I would mix that in a stand mixer or a mixer until you have a nice consistency where you can, you know, roll out into whatever you want. Then you're going to make a burger out of it. I'd put the burgers in the oven anywhere from, I don't know, 15 to like 24 minutes. Flip as you see fit. And then I would get the buns, toast them a little bit in the oven. uh, And then I would make my own, like, Krabby Patty sauce, which is basically like a tartar sauce, but with some heat packed into it. Because you know I like the spice. I would also add lettuce and tomatoes into that. And you just made yourself a... Well, you also have to do, like, Cajun seasoning. So, you know, whatever Cajun seasoning you can find, add that in to the burger once you, like, create the circle... And you measure it out to the consistency you want. it. But you more so want to get the Cajun seasoning and flavor when you're cooking it in the oven. Now you can cook this on a stove top in the one pan or you can broil this in the oven. You could also put this into an air fryer. You really want to make sure you season it the correct amount so it has the flavoring. It's not over seasoned. It's not burnt. And it tastes good. Following that, hot dogs and fries. That's what we have for dinner tonight. And It was pretty good. I haven't had a hot dog in so long, I don't even remember what it tasted like. but It was very tasty, and I really enjoyed it. That is an economical, affordable, fun dinner, and it didn't take a long time to make. Lobster ravioli. I can't remember the last time I had lobster ravioli. In fact, I don't know when I've had lobster ravioli. But honestly, it sounds like it's good. Now... I feel like, I don't think lobster ravioli is something that I necessarily want to make from scratch. Just because I feel like it would take a long time for me to do that. But it does sound like something that would be very good to eat. So, perhaps I'd like to, I don't know, eat it. That's basically what I'm saying. Do you think lobster ravioli would taste better at like... Somewhere that serves seafood or like an Italian restaurant. Like if you had to decide, what do you think you'd go with? Now for me, I'd go Italian restaurant, but maybe I'd go like a seafood restaurant as well. Because maybe they would like deep fry it and then put like some sort of like lobster, butter lobster sauce. Like with cream cheese and it was ooey gooey and sticky and squeezy and cheesy. Like I could imagine that and I see I would be okay with that. I don't know. What do you think? I think it would be good. Week, night, with a budget. If you don't want to spend $40 every time you need to eat dinner ordering out. Or $200 every time you need to go to the grocery store because of the price of inflation. It's at an all-time high. Dude, we got groceries for the week and it was $90. And I don't know how. But it was. And we've already, like, basically run out of everything we got already. And it's Wednesday. So there's that, right? With the price of groceries and food and eggs and milk and bread and everything constantly going up every second, every minute, every hour of every day, eating is becoming, like, a pain in the ass. Now, I don't think you want to eat cat food. And I don't think you want to be on a tuna can diet for the rest of your life. So you're going to want to grow up and get part of the big club. Now, I know a lot of people love cooking at home and they have all this time and all this energy to make things. But typically, I'm tired. I work a full-time job. I work 40 hours a week. If I'm not at work, I'm doing something because I don't have time to do anything. Because I have to do everything when I'm not there. And it's very tiring and time-consuming. And it leaves me feeling like, do I really want to cook? Do I really want to take out the pan and do all this stuff? I mean, sometimes you have time, do it. If you don't have time, seriously think about, like, is this the best decision I'm making? I don't know. Is it? When you're cooking on a budget, though, it's because you don't want to spend $40 a day on takeout. Now, I'm not eating alone. It's me and Skip, so there's two of us. And then when we have kids, there's even more. Yay. Yay. Um, in order to not waste all your money on food, you have to, like, seriously create a budget and create a, I don't know, a list, right? A weekly list of, like, what your meals are every day and what you're going to buy at the grocery store and what you're gonna follow, like a regimen, like a daily regimen. You need to create that for yourself every week. So you know what you're gonna have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Monday through Sunday, and you know what you're gonna buy when you go to the grocery store. So you're already prepared and ready. If you do this and you take the time, you're not gonna overspend, you're not gonna be questioning what to happened in that grocery store. You're gonna be ready, prepared, and it'll be an easy experience. My friends, eating on a budget doesn't mean you're not eating. It just means you're eating smarter. It means you're looking at the prices and you're looking for the better deal. And you're not giving all your money to these places that aren't worth it. That's what it means. Anyways, this is the end of the pod of Born to Be a Star. Basically, what I've been saying this entire podcast is vote for Trump. Get ready to rumble and... Maybe cook at home more than ordering out because you don't want to spend $100 a week to order out when you can spend $100 a week to cook it. Just saying. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And in the darkness, I see you because you are my light. And I hope I can be your light too. Together, we are not only going to change the world, but we are going to change the entire galaxy. Because when you are light, you are everything. You are a reason. You are a purpose. And you are. Are part of it all. The light. Will rise up. And reign over the darkness. And we. Will. Be. Bright. See you same place same time tomorrow. Don't forget you're a star wherever you are. And I'll talk to you guys. On Thursday. Don't forget that you are a star. Wherever you are. Bye.